Before we get started with the podcast tonight, I'd like to remind you guys to check out our Facebook page, which is Grey Uncommons, and that's where we offer our unique decal and t-shirt designs. So if you're in the market for a decal or a t-shirt, check out Grey Uncommons. That's Grey with an A, Uncommons, on Facebook. Now, back to the podcast. Recorded in the heart of the Ozarks, this is Front Porch Anarchast. One man's attempt to spread the ideas of freedom and liberty, one podcast at a time. Reaching out to those of you who are straddling a fence somewhere between statism and freedom. Front Porch Anarchast. Freedom starts on your own front porch. And the podcast starts now. I heartily accept the motto that government is best which governs least. Carried out, it finally amounts to this, which also I believe, that government is best which governs not at all. And you are listening to yet another episode of Front Porch Anarchast. Coming to you tonight from the Gray Homestead here in Chile, southwest Missouri. I say chilly because the temperature has dropped considerably from what it has been in a while. And we're probably in the mid to upper 60s right now. And it's only, it's not even 9.30 in the evening yet. So temperature is probably going to get even, even cooler. I've been promising for a while to talk about Walmart and Walmart's decision to get into politics even more so than it had been. And tonight I think I think tonight's the night. While I'm waiting for the family to get to sleep in there. I got I'm, I'm made it home a little early tonight, so kind of threw everybody off. So I do want to get into that, and I'll probably ramble about some other things as well. And before we get started, of course, I'm going to pitch my side gig, which is t-shirts and decals. If you need a vinyl decal, if you need a t-shirt, and you don't want to pay an arm and a leg for either one of these, then check out our Facebook page, Gray Uncommons. That's gray with an A. And there you can find some of the eclectic designs that we offer. Plus you can get a feel for some of the things we can do. We don't print stickers. We do cut decals. Pretty high quality decals and and I can probably beat, I probably will beat any price that you come across. And I I make these by hand. I make these on demand. It's not like I have some factory full of Chinese workers that are you know, getting paid 50 cents a day to do this. Same way with my t-shirts. I try not to, if there's some way I can get around charging you a setup fee, I'm going to do that. I can use your design or, you know, tell me what you want. I'm thinking about running a, a flash special. I kind of alluded to it in the last episode. Actually, by the time this goes out, I may not have any of those left. Check out the page Gray Uncommons. Maybe I do. I hope to offer that at an incredible price, maybe. 
I think it's incredible. Anyway, check out the page. So let's get into Doug McMillan and Walmart. If you don't know, Doug is the CEO of Walmart, Doug McMillan. M-C-M-I-L-L-O-N. And Doug recently came out and said that Walmart will no longer be selling handgun ammunition. It will no longer be selling what he's calling short-barreled rifle ammunition. I'm not even sure what that means. I can get into that later, I guess. So Doug says Walmart's getting out of the handgun ammunition, out of the short-barreled rifle ammunition, which he describes as the 5.56 round and the 7.69 by, I mean, 7.62 by 39, I'm assuming. Because one of those is for the AR-15, and the other one is for the AK-47. So, he's going to stop selling that kind of ammunition for those rifles. And he's doing so in response to some shootings that went on in some of his stores. Now, I was going to really get into his statement about this and what they were going to do about it. But, you know, I think I want to... I don't want to spend so much time on his statement, but I do want to read a couple of sentences here out of his uh, statement that he made when he announced that the changes they were going to make. Oh, wait, I left out the major change. Walmart has always been a, a company that has defaulted, when it comes to guns anyway, it defaults to local law. So with Walmart, if if it was legal for a person to openly carry a gun, then Walmart had no problem with that. But after the recent shootings in their stores, and after a couple of people panicked and went totally crazy after seeing guns in their stores, uh, Walmart has decided to prohibit people from carrying guns in the open in their stores. And when I say prohibit, that's kind of a strong word because he says that... Here we go. We have also had well-intentioned customers acting lawfully that have inadvertently caused the store to be evacuated and local law enforcement to be called to respond. These incidents are concerning and we would like to avoid them. So we are respectfully requesting that customers no longer openly carry firearms into our stores or Sam's Clubs in states where open carry is permitted, unless they are authorized law enforcement officers. All right, so no open carry in Walmart anymore. Maybe, right? They said they may ask you to take it back out to your car. I don't know. It doesn't really say that you can't. They just say we res- that they are respectfully asking. All right, so the the rest of his statement here is really a bunch of blah, 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 until you get to, we have a long heritage as a company of serving responsible hunters and sportsmen and women, and we're going to continue doing so. Okay, as a side note, I don't know if you ever go into the hunting section of Walmart. It's nothing to write home about. In a lot of places, Walmart's the only sporting goods store that you're going to find, but the the selection is still limited. 
it's not they don't really um it doesn't do much for me all right back to a statement our founder sam walton was an avid outdoorsman who had a passion for quail hunting and we're headquartered in a state known for its duck hunting and deer hunting my family raised bird dogs when i was growing up in jonesboro arkansas and i'm a gun owner myself we understand that heritage our deeply rooted place in America and our influence as the world's largest retailer. Blah, 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 blah. He goes on here to say that um, they're trying to take constructive steps to reduce the risk that events like this will happen again. The final sentence of his statement is, the status quo is unacceptable. All right, Doug, I honestly don't see where any of your changes are going to affect any of those shootings that happen in your stores. I don't see where prohibiting a person from walking into your store and killing people is going to stop somebody from walking into your store and killing somebody. You know, interestingly enough, I too grew up in Jonesboro, Arkansas. I was born there. I lived there until I was in my 20s. I like the fact here that he's saying that he raised bird dogs and he's a gun owner. So I guess that, you know, that makes him an expert on mass shootings maybe it does maybe it doesn't uh, is anybody an expert on mass shootings i'm not really sure i do know that growing up in jonesboro and living in jonesboro there was a um, a mass school shooting there uh, you should look that up it's west side the west side school district in uh, just outside of jonesboro and yeah you know it was pretty horrific nobody was calling for guns to be banned because as i recall those were hunting rifles that they used yeah the ones that walmart are still going to be selling from what i understand so as an anarchist which if this is the first time you're listening to my podcast this is gonna the whole thing probably sounds discombobulated but as an anarchist i really don't care what walmart sells right it's it's a private business. Yeah, lots of people are going to claim, oh, it's a public business and the public is invited in. So rules and no. As an anarchist, I believe that the state shouldn't be making rules that I have to follow. Any entity like a state, which is really just to say a government that has assumed authority, they shouldn't be making rules that I have to follow, right? But if a person has a house and they have house rules, then I have to follow those rules. Well, Doug McMillan right now has Walmart. I realize that he's not really the owner, but he has Walmart and, and his rules, those are what stick. So I have no problem. I'll stop open carrying in Walmart. And yes, I've done it before and I have a unique style of carrying. I just put the gun on and if it's covered it's covered if it's not it's not you know if i see somebody eyeballing me and it's making them worried i'll make sure it's covered up it's amazing it, a person can see the gun out in the open and be all scared of it you cover it up and all of a sudden they're they're not scared of it anymore well it's no less dangerous but anyway i don't know some people just pee their pants when they see a gun some people get a different kind of arousal when they see a gun and they won't quit talking to you. 
but I am digressing. If Walmart wants to prohibit open carry, more power to them. My problem with Walmart is that now they've decided they're going to dive into the political arena and start infringing upon my rights. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about them I'm not saying that the that Walmart banning open carry in their store is infringing on my rights. What is infringing on my rights is that Walmart has teamed up with this every town for gun violence or every oh it's every town for gun safety. So they teamed up with every town for gun safety and I think this is the same yeah Every Town for Gun Safety is a movement of Americans fighting for common-sense reforms to reduce gun violence. This Every Town is sort of like a mom's demand action kind of thing, and Walmart joined up with them to make some kind of a coalition here, and I was hoping I could just manage to pull that right on up, but I'm having a little bit of trouble. In case you missed it when when I record one of these podcasts I'm using two smartphones that's my equipment sorry if my sound quality isn't as good as some of these other guys but you know I think I do all right and let's be honest you're getting what you pay for right I don't mean me I mean the listener you're getting what you're paying for right think about that one for a minute all right so I found the um, the every town web page here for some reason all the only thing I'm getting is their featured products on their store but they've created a coalition and I believe it's okay so I may have lost my place there but but Walmart has joined up with this every town and they've came up with some kind of coalition. I'm not really sure what they're calling themselves, but it's a it's a group of retailers who are going to try to reduce gun violence. It's a lofty goal. I'd like to see less people killed, right? Um, I know it's strange. A lot of people might not expect that to come from the anarchist, but hey, I don't want to see people killed. Even in, even in anarchy, that's still the, you know, like something that's taboo. It's I know people think anarchists are all about, you know, every man for himself and throwing Molotov cocktails and breaking windows, but yeah, sure, some, you know, fascists or some uh, communists seize the means of production kind of people. Yeah, that's fine. I get it. You know, they're, they might be that way, but, you know, me, I'm just a, hey, I should be able to rule myself. No ruler anarchist kind of guy. I don't want to see people die. I don't want to see people killed, uh, murdered. It's um, it's very disturbing. I don't want to see that. But I would like to ask Doug McMillan what his, how his plan is supposed to have stopped any of this. I, I just don't see it. You know what I think, and this is just a pure supposition on my part, I think that this is a preemptive move by Walmart. The reason being is that if you look, there have been some lawsuits against gun makers. 
after these uh, after some of these mass shootings where the plaintiff has claimed that that the gunmaker is partly responsible for the mass shooting because they've built a product that really does what it's supposed to do, right? It's supposed to fire bullets out of the barrel in exactly the direction that the gun is pointed. Now, you know, I'm not sure how many people are suing Ford because their car starts every day when they go out to get in it. So, I, you know, I find it a baseless argument. But these gun makers are having to defend themselves, at least in some cases. They're having to put out some money. People who sell the guns, sometimes they've been put in situations where they have to defend themselves. And, of course, that costs money. So, hear me out on this one. I'm, I'm in a couple of gun groups different from different states. And there's a push. It's usually older guys that they are really upset that a private business would prohibit guns in that business. They're really mad that government would enforce a trespassing violation against any person who broke that prohibition on a gun in a business. Yeah, that's complicated, and the way I said that was probably hard to follow. But, yeah, they're they're mad because they can get in trouble if they carry a gun into a place where the owner has clearly stated, hey, I don't want your gun. I want your business. I don't want your gun. So don't bring your gun in. If that means you're not coming in, then that's fine. But I don't want your gun. And it's the groups where you get all of this, well, what they don't know won't hurt them, I'll just carry under my shirt. You know, that kind of mentality. There's also some that are like, well, that's my Second Amendment right. I can carry a gun anywhere I want to. That's violating my civil rights. You know what? It's not government violating your civil rights, dude. If government tells you you can't carry a gun, then that's violating your civil rights, right? Keeping bare arms shall not be infringed pretty simple to me. So if government's not doing it, you're not being infringed upon. Which is probably a topic for a totally different podcast. But these are the same people who are fighting to get laws enacted. And in some places, I think they've managed to pass these, where if a business, let's just say Walmart, bans people from outright carrying any guns into their store, and then while inside the store there is some kind of a shooting or whatever, then the the store owner, the the retailer, whatever you want to call them, the, the business, can be held liable for not, or, uh, yeah, for not allowing the patrons of that business to carry a gun in there. Now, first up, I'm just not going into a place where it says I can't carry a gun. I have to go to court. In fact, I have to go Friday. I can't carry a gun there, right? I can't carry a gun into the police station. That's just a bad idea all the way around, so I don't do that. But, you know, anywhere else, I I don't go to public schools, so that's not an issue. Um, Anywhere else I go, I can carry a gun. It's it's just government telling me that I can't, right? So if Walmart were to flat out say no guns, I would go somewhere else. And there are some places that I've wanted to go into, get there, and there's a big sign on the door 
some cases it's a little sign that says no guns allowed and I just turn around and get back in the car. It's usually pretty upsetting to uh, Jennifer and the kids when I do that. I mean, they can go in if they want to, but um, I'd rather they not because most of the time shootings happen in gun-free zones. So why am I going to put myself in that predicament? And why am I going to give money to a business that, you know, they're openly stating they don't want me carrying a gun? I'd rather go somewhere else. So to fight against that, some of these groups lobbied for and were able to get legislation passed that allows them to sue these places if there's a shooting. Well, nobody wants that, right? I mean, I, I shouldn't be held accountable for what somebody does, you know, on my property. You know, I'm I, it's illegal to kill somebody, dude. You come on my property and kill somebody, you're going to be held accountable for it, not me. So I'm thinking that Walmart is doing a little bit of a preemptive strike here. They're they're going to partner with all of these other retailers. There's a lot of money involved, a lot of campaigns to be financed, a lot of political careers to be made or broken with this issue and with the money that comes along with the Walmart, um, the Walmarts, the um, Targets, those kind of places. So they've got a lot of power there. And if they say, hey, we don't want to be held liable for what somebody else does in our store. I really think that they're going to get together and put some pressure onto these politicians and say, hey, you know, no more. If you're going to do us this way, if we're going to be held accountable for what people do with guns in our stores, we don't want people to have guns. Like, we can ban them from coming in our store with guns, but that's not going to stop, you know, it's not going to stop the killers from coming in. So we want you to keep them from getting guns. And I think that's I think that's the main the main issue here is that Walmart jumped into the political arena and now they're infringing on my rights here. I mean, Doug's openly called for stricter background checks and to um he's openly called for government to rekindle the uh the so-called assault weapon ban. All of it's very, um, it's very frustrating to me. I, I'm not sure why people think they have the rights to force their opinions on other people. It's, you know, it's crazy. And and these gun guys. I mean, I, I consider myself a gun guy, but these, like these hardcore guys, trying to pass laws, making it so that that businesses have to allow guns or face these, you know, potentially astronomic punishments. The, uh, that's not even the right word. These um, these lawsuits, yeah, it's just crazy. It's nuts. I think they've shot themselves in the foot, pun intended. Uh, it's, it's nuts, I say. Have I beaten this dead horse yet? Oh, no, I haven't, because I think that's the main reason. Now, the only thing, the only reason that I may be, I, you know, I'm kind of hesitant about coming out and saying that is the only reason they're doing it is because this Doug guy, he's been trying to get guns out of Walmart for years. He's the guy who decided that Walmart would no longer sell the scary black rifles. And I watched a, you know, a very telling interview with him back at, at that time. And, you know, I, I'm not sure if he meant to or not, but when the 
Reporter asked him if he wanted a ban on on semi-automatic rifles. He said yes. Now, he might not have heard her correctly, or he might not have really understood what she was asking, or he might have been, I mean, even a, a far bigger stretch is maybe he was saying yes to something else. I'm not sure. But it sure sounded like when she asked him that question, he said yes, that that's what he wanted. Maybe this has just been his plan all along, you know, maybe the bird dog thing when he was growing up, you know, maybe that just settled wrong with him and he's been trying to get rid of guns ever since. I'm not really sure. Maybe you could ask Doug. His name is Doug McMillan and he's the CEO of Walmart. Evidently, it's not that hard to uh, find him on Facebook if you want to leave him a, a message or two. So yeah, maybe now I've beaten this horse pretty deadly. I've tried recording this episode like three or four times, so I hope this one turns out. I am uh, very hungry and my stomach is telling me about it, so I hope that doesn't come through on the uh, on the audio. And like I said, this, my podcast, I do this, it's a labor of love, and I do it with two cell phones, and I edit the the audio on a laptop that is now 12 years old. And I think the audio comes out pretty decently. It doesn't sound too bad if the dogs aren't barking and such. And sometimes I do record when I'm driving down the road, and that, those episodes sound a little, a little off. But, you know, if you can get past that, I hope you enjoy the content. My whole goal here is to show that anarchy... And anarchism is not a scary thing, folks. It's it's just people being people without this belief that a group of people can get together and make rules that the rest of us have to live by. You know, you're looking at that and 49% of the people, any, any given issue anymore, about 49% of the people fall on one side of it, about 51% fall on the other. There's a couple that are, you know, in the middle there somewhere. But, yeah, it's like 49% and 51%. And we have goofballs that think that they're making a difference by getting out there and voting when, in the end, all we're doing is losing what little bit of freedom we have. It's just getting chipped away at a little bit more every time they take a vote. Very discouraging. I hope that that this podcast this podcast helps people see how wrong that is and that there are different ways of doing this and and uh okay I'm sure at this point you're like okay well what is your solution you know my solution is personal responsibility to myself to my family and to the people who live around me. And if everybody adopted that same philosophy, there would be no need for the state. Right now, if if for some reason we decided as a as a society that no more government, it's going to end tomorrow. Yeah, we go through a little bit of turmoil, but you know, by the end of the week, I think everything would be just fine again. Oh, but the roads. Well, you know what? The roads aren't going to disappear overnight. I can think about a dozen ways right off the top of my head. Maybe half a dozen. I'll be more realistic. I can think of half a dozen ways right off the top of my head that the roads 
stay maintained without government. Oh, but we would be invaded. Yeah, right. We, we being the United States, yeah, we'd be invaded. Whatever. If you have a problem with, uh, with capitalism and you think that the corporations are big and bad and everything, why do you think they would let their market be destroyed by some sort of invasion? Let their market be all jacked up for a while over an invasion. They wouldn't stand for it. I wouldn't stand for it. You wouldn't stand for it. You know, hey, it's going to be the same people leading the fight. It's just that in between the fights, we don't have a standing army that everybody's paying for. All right, well, that was pretty far off topic. And I hope I haven't scared anybody off. And if I haven't scared you off, maybe you'll come back and listen to the next podcast. Which I think is going to be about guns again. And not so much about guns, but about um, about the debate about the Second Amendment and comparing it to some of the other so-called civil rights that we have in this country. So I guess I'll wrap it up. I have to do a lot of tongue biting while I'm while I'm in town because a lot of people aren't ready to realize or to be uh, to be questioned about their belief in a state. So when I do manage to let some things slip out, I have to be very cautious about how those come out because that scares some people off. But I do enjoy letting people know how much of a free lifestyle that I live and you know every now and then I'll throw it out there about voting or something and how it's violent and judge some reactions but I I, you know the point being is that freedom doesn't end on my front porch when I step outside I take it with me and I really hope that uh, I'd really like to see more people do that I know they're there are millions of people out there that do, but what if there were millions more? That'd be great. If you get a chance, share the podcast with somebody. It's really easy, guys. If you're listening to this podcast, I mean, you could send it to them in a file. Not really sure how well that would work, but you can send a link to the podcast. It's as simple as copying it and pasting it into a message or an email or a text. So... I'd really love to see my numbers jump up because they're, you know, they're abysmal. But there's a there's a core of people that are listening, evidently, and I would like to keep speaking to you if you will give me that chance. That's it for tonight. And I'm looking forward to the next podcast. I hope you are too. Thanks for listening. you enjoyed this broadcast of the Front Porch Anarchast. Like and share our page or send us a message at Front Porch Anarchast on Facebook.
Snow Masters. Front Porch Channelcast.